taste of dragon's gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of dragon's gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you loyal listeners listen to. And this week... We talk about what's been going on. The news is getting people in trouble. And finally, (laughs) we realize we'll never be as cool as Jack Black while we talk about the Super Mario Brothers movie. (laughs) And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. Hey, hey, everyone. It feels like it's been just... Yesterday, I know that we've right? been doing this. Yeah, just just this week, the second episode of the Last of Us series came out, and yeah. was, what a what a what a great second episode that was. It's really good. I can't oh, wait to see where so the series good. goes. Yeah, I can't wait to see what the third episode is, and what the fourth, uh-huh. and the fifth, uh huh. Uh, it's gonna be so good. Wow, I can't wait um, for that to happen. I've I've been showing up to this computer every every Thursday. Uh, oh, really? and, and just and it's kind of like when I go to college or like a college classroom yeah. and like I'm waiting for my professor to show up and after 15 minutes it's like alright class is cancelled I guess <laughs> so I've, I've been the opposite during our, our unex- the unexpected break yes, a Pixar movie sabbatical mm-hmm. uh, where I, I'm, a, I'm the kid in college who uh, sees a class is happening and is like ah oh, mistake <laughs> <laughs> what, what if they don't show up and then I go there and then and then yeah. I have to just come back home. I'll just stay here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, somebody will give me the notes afterwards. Someone give me notes, or they'll yeah. let me know if exactly. there's class yeah. still, right? Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> or you walk into the classroom and you see that the only seats available are not aisle seats, so you're like, <laughs> mm, I guess it's, I guess next week is next week it is. Yeah. Uh, I I uh, yeah I, I honor my legs too much to not give them some breathing mm-hmm. room, so I'm out. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> And yeah, it's been uh, it's been a couple of a couple of months, y'all. And we we let our legs free. We for, did. We did free mm-hmm. for about for we, about we didn't realize months. that everybody in the group project also was doing the same thing, and uh, and mm-hmm. we just you know we're we're just we were counting on each other, and that's what we do in the end. We count on each other. We do. We got each other's backs. We do. We which do. Is, which is why we're here. It is once again. Mm-hmm. It is. Yep. Uh, and uh, today that we are recording actually is the funny number, everybody. It is April 20th. Hey, hey. Blaze it. <laughs> For 20 blaze it? Um, and we thought, you know what? Now is the time to come back. Now is the day. If ever was a if day. Ever was it's a this day. one. <laughs> uh, but we are going to come back a little bit modified. Uh, we're going to be probably doing uh, two episodes every single month. Uh, they might come out every other week. We might do you know, two back to back and then take a couple of weeks off. Well, uh, we're still figuring this out. We're still navigating it as we go mm-hmm. forward, uh, because we we've had a we've had a couple of months. Everyone, <laughs> we all we all had a had a had a trying time these past couple of months, and uh, uh, all separately as well. It wasn't like it was a collective thing. We've all we've all been going through some things, but we're gonna see where this goes going uh, going forward. And uh, yeah, we're taking yeah. a real lyrical approach. Yeah, to right. Yeah, the, the podcast going forward. We're just yeah. gonna like like a, like a leaf floating in the wind. We're just gonna let it fly, and where it lands, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we're going we're going to that school that doesn't really give you grades. They give you ha- uh, like happy faces or sad mm-hmm. faces or so things like Montessori that. Montessori school. I, I I don't know who that is. <laughs> oh, kindergarten! It's <laughs> kindergarten. just kindergarten. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. stars and, and stickers. 
mo more importantly though is we we all understand that once once we graduate we're graduating with a liberal arts degree oh hell yeah yes it's yep. true it's true G give me that most useful degree please mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and like kindergarten we're gonna be taking naps here and there i'm taking a nap right now oh boy <laughs> yeah Mm -hmm. Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> but because it has been a couple of months, um, how you guys been doing? Um, just in general, how you guys been playing any games that you guys have been maybe catching up on? Maybe new games? Yo, this has been the least amount of games that I've played. Like I guess per week or per month. I think maybe since I was a kid. Wow. <laughs> maybe like, I'd say like high school, middle school or something where uh -huh. I just didn't have games to play all the time. Uh, yeah, no, I have not been playing many video games I mean, because we've been playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons and that's been my entire entire focus. It's true. That mm. I've just been been gaming. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> the the gaming spirit is strong. Uh, but because of that, like my, my penchant for like playing new games and being like, let me check out this little indie one, this indie one, blah, 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 and like that has slowed down so much that uh, that at the end of the day, if I do play any video games, I'm just kind of playing more Overwatch or I'm playing like, yeah, no, that's it. Nothing else, really. Yeah, hey, that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's been an interesting few months for me of just being like, gosh, I've, I've maybe played two or three games this entire year, which is uh, not my norm. Mm -hmm. so to speak yeah especially because like i know not, not a lot of big games have come out these past couple of months but normally you would like uh supplement them like you said with indie games or something like and that there's been a lot of good indie and games coming out tichia came out the the uh the calcedonia game mm -hmm. which i started and thought it was it was really lovely but once again i was just like i was gonna go play more overwatch now <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> what what's happening to me like i can't input new information yeah <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And that game was free as well for uh, PlayStation Plus users. It is. And it's great. Yeah. It's great. I've heard nothing but good things about that game. Um, yeah. And I think coming up, though, because like for me, I also really haven't been playing too many new games. Like, uh, I actually started knocking out my gaming resolutions, which was, you know, the last episode. Uh, just last week. Just in I one week, I was able to knock out. Already forgot whatever yeah. it was that <laughs> my resolution was. I don't even know. <laughs> Gosh, uh, I've already knocked out both of them because before it was like you did it. Yeah, I did both of them. I, well, uh, spoiler. Yeah, I know. Hey, listen, <laughs> why not? <laughs> my, I, my, my resolution was to yeah. beat RimWorld or XCOM 2. Yes. And so when we were done with that, recording that episode, I was like, you know what? Let me just start playing XCOM 2. There's been nothing coming out. So I played XCOM 2. And then when I got done with that, I was like, all right, that was a good game. You know what? Let's do some RimWorld. And I just went directly into RimWorld. Darn it, Brian. You can't be knocking out your resolutions so early in yeah, the year. Like, I know. your problem, man? I'm we, sorry. What, I hear, what I'm hearing is that we need to give you a new resolution. Because if, if like, what, 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 is, what are you going to do the rest of the year now? How are you, what else are you going to put off into the last month before we have to <laughs> record a podcast about our resolutions? You know what sure. I mean? Yeah, so, you're not wrong. Well, technically... Technically, if you if you go by Dragon Calendar, uh, the the you know Dragon Calendar, then this is the second week of January. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're that's not a good wrong. point. Yeah, you're not wrong. Time stopped when we stopped podcasting, and it only now mm. has resumed. It has. So oh, really, <laughs> what have you what have you done? It's is true. Like like if if I already knocked out my resolution in January, I think I'm obligated to yeah. to do another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I don't have one this week, but well, I you know I'll. I'll think of something. Mm. I'll think All of something. Right. All right. But um, yeah, I, I have not really been playing much either. It's just been like those two games. And then 
I've uh, just been waiting. I think this week, uh, actually just this week, yesterday, the new uh, Horizon Forbidden West DLC came out. Yeah. I still haven't played it, though, because right. I've been busy these past couple of days. So I'm gonna, I think I'm going to start playing through that tomorrow. And then Jedi Survivor comes out. And then, like, the next three months is just going to be, like, solid gaming for me for new games. Yeah, it's a little overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little to bit, be honest. yeah. It is. See, seeing how my, my gaming habits have been this year and seeing these games that I've been wanting to play for a few years now, I come, I'm kind of looking at them like, how? How? <laughs> I don't, yeah. How is this even going to happen? I don't know. I don't know if it will. You know? It so, doesn't have to. Which is great for a gaming podcast. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. That's true. It doesn't I play, have to. I play zero video games. Joe's right. <laughs> Um, so my, uh, my January started off kind of weird. And then, um, you know, uh, the real game of life threw me, threw me a couple of really hard levels. It's true. So, uh, um, my gaming hasn't really been, uh, present, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, I did, I, you know, I did take part of, oh my God, I forgot to tell you guys something magical happened. So, you know, this is oh. the year, this is, this is the last year FIFA was actually going to to be published by EA Sports under That's the right. name FIFA. That's right. And I was like, you know what? I had FIFA 22. I don't need to spend my money on FIFA 23. And then my brother and I started a conversation a couple months back. Like, I think it was around January, maybe early February. And he was like, hey, I know you're going through a hard time, uh, so I am gifting FIFA to you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's very cute. I was, yeah, I was gifted FIFA 23. And I didn't I, I wasn't ex- I was I wasn't really going to play it. But then I kind of got into that and I played that for a little bit. Um, and then uh, I am towards the very end of uh, God of War Ragnarok, Ooh, which nice. I, I which I I set. I set this goal that I wanted to beat it before Jedi Survivor came out, mm-hmm. which means I literally have a couple of days left. Wait, seriously? Um, uh, maybe yeah, a week? Out, yeah. Uh, yeah, next week. Like literally, I think seven holy days. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah. So I, I got to figure out how to do that. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I did experience the, the, the video game that shall not be named for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, but... The problem with that was the map was like Valhalla big. Uh, so yeah, yeah, immediately yeah. I was just like, I'm not going to beat this anytime soon. So we could just <laughs> put that on the back burner. Um, and I've just been focusing. I've been doing a lot more reading than anything. Like I've Get been out reading of here. a lot. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's what's like your, playing. What's a, vi- a book? What's a book? What's, a, what's like one of the big books? Uh, a book is a video game that you could. <laughs> read with your eyes get out of here uh, no hands no eyes. hands at all well you might need your hands no uh so i that's how you I get just, to the next level you, you use your hands uh, the 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 writer of the martian andy weir um he uh he has another book called project hail mary and i've been reading that and i'm almost done but i am very into that like theoretical like sci-fi like you know just theoretical like science books yeah yeah yeah. where like yeah technically he did do a lot of research on the science and technically it it is sound but like let's be real we're not going to be interstellar traveling anytime soon so it's true but yeah so i've I've been doing a lot of reading i've been kind of like taking care of my mental health which is you know very important so um yeah and and yeah i've just been hanging out you know hanging out 
down the street. No, oh, yeah. wait. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's been my time. Nice, nice. I mean, hey, mm-hmm. you got you got to do what's important for yourself, and uh, I'm glad you're able to to still do get some FIFA in there, uh, yeah. especially some family FIFA, um, as you were talking about. So yeah, that's important, man. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Well, unlike you guys, I have uh, I've played a lot of games in the last month and a half. Oh yeah, well, yeah. what kind of games have you been goodness. playing? So uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's been longer than a month and a half since we've last recorded, but. Uh, I hurt my hands earlier in the beginning of the year when we were moving, so I couldn't play anything for a good month, month or so, and that yeah. sucked. It sucked <laughs> so bad. I couldn't hold a controller. It was the worst. Mm. It was it the great. worst. Um, but I did end up getting Metroid Fusion. Okay. And it's mm. amazing. The The re-release of it is phenomenal. They did a bunch of amazing stuff. I think it is probably one of my favorite games ever, So I and I had forgotten how much I loved that game until playing it again, so I did that. Uh, co-op couple-wise, we wound up playing like... Uh, another piece of Anthem, which was great. Like the uh, new down, the DLC. It was not it? Anthem. Anthem uh, what the heck is the name of the game? The twin stick shooter game. It is. Uh, I can't remember. The Ascent. It. The Ascent. There, there we go. go. Yes. Nice. The Ascent. Awesome game. Uh, we're playing for the king, which I hate. <laughs> like vehemently hate this game. But it, we need to it finish. It consistently screws Joe. It just, I am the one who gets the bad <laughs> rolls. I am the one that gets the things that eat your clothing so that you can't have cool shoes that also are great armor. It takes, it, I, the game takes so it's, much it's from It's video me. game D&D. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, the game looks amazing. It's really fun. But like, I hate it. Um, <laughs> I hate it so much. And in the course of the last month, I decided, oh, uh, since Breath of the Wild became a more reality of actually coming out this year, I had decided that I needed to finish Elden Ring before Breath of the Wild comes out because that's going to be the next the game that I spend all of my time playing, mm-hmm. just roaming around and doing stuff in. So, in my uh, in my haste to try and finish Elden Ring, I found out that there were a few areas I didn't have everything in. Entire areas you haven't even explored. I, areas or I hadn't in. even been into, like Yikes. they were hidden from me, and I have found them now. So it's really hard to go back to the. I didn't. I, also, fun fun fact: I had already gotten to, I guess, the end game yeah. a long time ago. I just oh. went the other way. I left that room and went somewhere else that so, I didn't need to go. So if you're in the end games, I mean, you've technically beaten the game. You're just in its. There's literally one. One boss, the I think. Boss, the yeah. final, the okay. second form of the final boss is where I'm at. Is it, that's it? Is it fair to say because you have so thoroughly uh, experienced this game and your character has, uh, I would uh, imagine, become just just a, a force of nature that this final boss is you're just going to be like. <coughs> No, no, okay. no, the final not at boss all. The final boss is really hard. Okay, all right, I tried it. Right. It's really hard. It's, it's, I walked it's away. Still, it's still I walked a Dark away. Souls game. It's still okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, right, it sucked. Right. It's, it, it sucked hard. I, I, it was very difficult. And uh, even though I think I am so over leveled for that, the type of build that I have is not really. It's not conducive. It's not. It's oh. not at all conducive for that. Ed, for the actual end boss. So is that a is that a good feeling or yes. a bad feeling? No, it's a good feeling. Okay. When, it, when when it gets beaten, it would be like, yes, I am a god. I, I did it without the good right? build. Right. And then I stumbled into a few areas that I had, were for other endings that I, I do have all the pieces for. I just would rather do the regular ending first and then huh. do the other ones. But I've done all of the other all of the other stuff for the other endings as well as well. I just won't be able to do more than one of them in one playthrough. And I will not probably continue playing this game afterwards. I'm not going to do four endings. It's too much time. You've, you've done it. You've earned, it, yeah. you've earned your rest. <laughs> I, I've got my money. I will become an Elden Lord and I will walk away and be like, now my tarnished ass is going to sit on this throne and everybody can go do whatever the hell they want. And that's Good. it. You're, yeah, so. your watch has ended. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> the long night is over. I'm done. <laughs> so, this is the way. Yeah, this is the way. So yeah, I, I've been playing a lot of games in the last like four or five weeks, but it's just hell been, yeah. It's 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 great having your hands again. It's the most amazing. Yeah, thing. sorry to hear about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Speaking of this is the way, I think the Mandalorian's coming out soon as well. Uh, oh, oh, season yeah. three, right? So season three is coming yeah. out. Yeah. Will come out in March, a couple months from now. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. almost there. It's almost there. I really hope there's a couple of people that are just super confused in the audience right now. Just like, yeah, are they like new time listeners? Are <laughs> just like, what is this? Well, what is this bit? What I think is really funny <laughs> is that uh, we were talking about this is that the last episode we posted was the the, the resolution. Yeah, episode. January 22nd. However, us as a group did record two more episodes after that. We just haven't yeah, yeah, released yeah. Um, and so I bonus episodes, bonus baby. Epi- we will probably release those at some time. I mean, it, the news is not going to be worthy, but <laughs> you will still find it pretty. I, th- I still think they were pre- still pretty darn good. Episodes. They're all gems. They're all. Gems. They're all really good. Well, what uh, we're what we're doing with those episodes is we're putting them on like random thumb drives and leaving them in places. Oh, is yeah, that what we're this doing? Is a we're going to geotag them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's the lost episodes, you know. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then we're actually going to lose where they are. Um, exactly. Oh we're no! To try to find if they're the lost episodes, do we need to get it on a plane that splits apart, and then we each each end up in a separate <gasps> area. Oh man! Oh. Sorry, oh. did I go too far? Did I go too hard? No, I, you, no, you, you went, you went, went there. Just it's far great. Enough. Okay, <laughs> you went just all right. Far enough. Okay, all right. I don't want the tail section though. I don't want the tail in. I don't know. Those those guys, those cats made it out pretty well, right? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> sure. I don't think Anna I watched the two seasons. So. Sure, she yeah. was. Sure. And, yeah. And, yeah, and she was in The Fast and the Furious, so that's <laughs> yeah. kind of cool. That whole plane thing's working out for the Yellow Jackets, too. That's that's very lost. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Oh, New boy. listeners are so lost right now. Oh, it's boy. great. <laughs> it's so bad. I can't wait for season two to come back for Yellow Jackets. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Are we still doing this? <laughs> We're so sorry, friends. We, we haven't been here for a little while. But let's talk about some actual timely stuff, everyone, and get into some news bits. Everyone. All right. All right. Uh, and I'm going to start off this news with a uh, streamer who has streamed almost 20,000 hours of Destiny 2 has been banned by Bungie and his account disabled for repeatedly breaking NDAs. Um, And so you might be thinking to yourself, what was so bad that Bungie banned a streamer that has played roughly 70 hours a week every week since Destiny 2 came out? Well, Bungie holds summits of the game that's just open to a select group of people. Uh, just to show off like new features, get feedback from influential members of the community, um, and just to be like, hey, listen, what do you guys think of this type of stuff? This is what we're thinking we're leaning towards, that type of stuff. Uh, well, apparently he's, there's been lots of leaks over the years, and they couldn't figure out who was doing it until now. Uh, mm. They realized it was a very specific streamer uh, when some actual uh, uh, clips of the PowerPoint that they posted wound up on the internet oh no so like it isn't like speculation type stuff it's like actual things you know ended up on their screenshots if you will and they didn't name who the streamer was it was just like hey listen a member of our community you know did some did some not great things we figured out who it was and uh we have you know we've done this type of thing well uh the streamer though considering they've been playing and streaming 70 hours a week for the last five and a half years can't exactly just stop streaming the game and not explain it to anybody. Uh, so the streamer, Ekugen, 
he claimed his innocence. He's like, listen, this is a misunderstanding. It absolutely was not me. Um, you know, everybody who knows me knows I wouldn't do that. Uh, and then, you know, he went on to a couple other things. Well, Bungie responded with what I can only assume is the two tweet equivalent of we saw you with our own eyes as well as our lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And we are not talking about this further. <laughs> they still haven't mentioned him by name. They're just mm. posting that stuff out there. Uh, so it was basically just like, no, we, we know it's you. It's mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. We, we have irrefutable proof it's you. <laughs> Yeah. And we're not discussing this any further. So it's 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 crazy. Somebody who's done 20,000 hours and yeah, it's not great. It's not a great look. Not a great look for the person. I mean, there was no way to, to kind of like backpedal on that, right? Like his audience would have known either way. Whether or not he said like, hey, it was oh, me. Or, he, yeah. or if he stopped streaming the thing he's streaming 70 hours of, then people would have been like, yo, my guy, like, you, we we know what's up. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, he couldn't not say something because that's his livelihood that he does for 10 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, and uh, yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. Um, but the next little bit of news is all Joe and, you know, the rest of you guys as well. But oh. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom showed off its third and final trailer. It is on uh, and it is it is hype personified. And uh, Troy, I know you're into the Zeldas as well. I am. And uh, I mean, I think we're all into the Zeldas, uh, especially Hassel. He's shaking yes all the way. <laughs> no, that that's for all you nerds over I, there. I was wondering what that Triforce face tattoo you got was all about. I mean, that was a pr- pretty bold couple of months you've had. It, it was. I mean, I... <laughs> It, it, right right over the left eye, too. When I was talking about my mental health, that's exactly what I was talking about. And it's not even the Triforce. It's just, it just says Triforce. It just it, it does. Written, written it does. Triforce and then it looks the like eyebrow. underneath your right eye, it looks like a teardrop, but it actually is the Triforce. Just really no, small. It's, actually, it, it's really small, so you can't see it. It's a pizza slice. It's, it, it stands ah. for how many... Stands for how many pizzas I've eaten by myself over the past like three months, just over the sink. (laughs) Over the sink. That's so specific. (laughs) What a window! What a window you opened. Just just peered right on it. (laughs) The real question was it Domino's? Was it the Domino's? Yeah. Depends on the depends on the pizza. It depends. It depends on how I'm feeling, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but this, uh, yeah, they they released the uh, the whole what day it's coming out. Uh, yeah. They released several. Well, let's start trailers. with that. When, when is the next big Zelda game coming out? I believe it is May twelfth. May twelfth, everyone. <laughs> Which is sooner than I think. Yes. Yes, that is only, is less than a month away. It okay. is three weeks, I believe. Uh, right. No, it's a little more than that. I have no idea. I don't know how time. No, works. you're right. It's not. No. I don't, I don't do know. dates. I'm looking at a calendar. No, you're right. My this year just has not existed for anybody it's just, because it, it's yeah. still it's like, January. Yeah, it's like four months from now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. pretty far away. Uh, but but yeah, this this game they released the the trailers for it. So the first trailer, or the actually, it's technically the second trailer, but um, well, actually the third trailer. No, I'm talking about but the initial trailer when they did the announcements, the the the, the date announcements. I mean, oh no no, they had released the teaser trailer already. Yes, the, and it wasn't actually mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. the second the thing same. they released was the walkthrough with. Uh, oh yeah, right. what, was, with Mr. what was in this uh, expose? It was amazing. 
The, he walked through very basic areas of the game, obviously. Okay. Um, he showed you some of the new things that Link was going to be able to do. Um, it, it does look like you can essentially fuse things to other things using one of the powers that Link now what has. Is, what does that mean? So that means if you have like a spear and you see a rock, you can fuse the rock to the end of the spear and make a hammer. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Whoa. And then he went... Were you like an actual hammer or like like the no, item no, like changes it's, it's, into a hammer no, or it's item just stays, a rock on a spear? The item stays looking like a spear with a big rock on the end of it. Um, so, he, yeah. Hold on. Sorry. I apologize. Yeah. No, so what? does it... So it, d- it looks like just a rock with a spear on the end of it. There's a green does it look glue, essentially. Cool, or does it look it looks goofy? Cool. No, no. Oh, okay. Both. Both. Because <laughs> some of the... So, so okay. He does this walkthrough. He does. He shows you some really easy things. Like, he, you get some... Uh, you can make a, a boat, essentially. You can make a raft, essentially. And then you can, you can add things to the top of the raft to make a sail. And then there's other... Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, they, they made the game very build-friendly. So, like, if you can, it looks like if you can think of a way to fuse things together to make stuff easier for you, it's possible. He showed there's these cool fan things um, that you can pick up, and the fans have look like they have battery, they have little battery symbols, so like they have their own stamina, kind of is what mm-hmm. it looks like, or a oh. battery power. Um, he did not explain the battery power thing; okay, it's just that was the little symbol above the fans. But he makes this raft. He makes a makeshift raft with logs that he chopped up with this stick and an axe like made an axe and he's chopping this what wood he pulls all the logs together makes a raft makes a sail puts fans on the raft and now the what? raft floats huh so on the air so uh, like oh, it, it's oh. in the air. yeah it's in the air now what so like yeah <laughs> I, was like, I was like it floats isn't that what rafts are supposed like, to do floats on the air like it's it was like breaking people's brain all over the internet because everyone's like oh my gosh can you can you imagine how many things so part of what they it seems like part of what they were doing is that people complained about your weapons breaking that was a really big thing with Zelda mm-hmm. uh, Breath of the Wild. And it was it was a mechanic of the game yeah. on purpose to make you use other yeah. weapons. and get creative with, right. with sure. uh, It was all about creativity. And, and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. And in this, they gave you, they took it a step further. If you want to carry sticks and you want to carry swords, it looks like you can fuse all these things to other Just things. make a sword boat. And make, oh my <laughs> gosh. So one of the things that you see in the walkthrough, there's like a tiny little teaser trailer thing at the end of the walkthrough. And it's like a, a, a carriage like mm-hmm. a horse and buggy. Uh-huh. That's what somebody built. And you can see all the green glue things like that huh. built a horse and buggy as it's riding away. And it's like, what is going on here? So, so you know what I want to do? Go on. I want to attach like like 50 spears end to end so I can kill Ganon from like half a map away. <laughs> that gets brought up. <laughs> you can make a very, work. very long, but these things still break. Oh, they fine. still have physics mm. that are involved in them, apparently. Uh, you know, Zelda physics. So Zelda do, physics. Do, do, yeah, do what you will with that. Yeah, yeah hoverboat. Well, really, physics. Right. <laughs> that just means that the last one's going to break, and then I just move keep forward a little bit. Keep walking forward a little. Keep moving right. forward. Keep right. moving forward. There you go. <laughs> what, if, what if you created some kind of, like, spinning uh, apparatus to put on the side of Epona, and it has, like, the, the spears... Like sticking out, so it's almost like you're one of those like yeah. derby cars that has the 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 spiked rims. Oh, that's so funny! Yeah. Forget about the spikes. I just want to put rims on my horse. <laughs> uh, it looks like you can. It looks like the carriage could be very small and just be rims if you wanted. Can that. you make them spin? Huh. Can you make this? I I, spin? I don't put right. that past anyone. All right. All right. Uh, I I really like this idea because uh, this is the first time I'm hearing about it too. Uh, the first uh, Breath of the Wild game 
there was a surprising amount of creativity you could have with the puzzle solving with the mm -hmm. combat because they had a lot of magic items where you could create blocks in the middle of this area or pick things up or whatever. So you could use the physics engine in the game to just make for hilarious uh, solutions to uh, bandit camps or, or puzzles or whatnot. And it just seems like they are just giving you more control in that realm. Uh, I am curious with the... I. I didn't mind the the breaking weapons thing. I'm surprised that they didn't that they're keeping it. I guess are they changing we don't it have, in any way? Or that's okay. not something they. I I would I think that's a yes. Just purely because yeah. based on the fusion system alone, part of me feels like you're gonna want to fuse things together because yeah, you're probably to gonna have things stuff. break to make other things. But I don't know. I don't. It, that, I don't it, know. It's a mechanic that I think worked, but I do understand the criticism of like, hey, you fought really hard to get this really awesome weapon, and then you use it three times, and then it's like, well, <laughs> yeah. that wasn't worth it. I'm going to go back to the sticks or mm -hmm. something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing some. I don't know something there. I don't I'm, know. But. I'm in a middle boat. I I actually don't like the weapons breaking because I do just fall in love with a weapon usually, and then that's all I want to use for the whole game. So oh, I don't have to learn anything else. You I just do that. So, well, this game, I spent most of the game with only seven weapon slots. Uh-huh. So I had like five of the one weapon I wanted until oh, I got okay. the Master Sword. So if it broke, I'd just go find one of those, one of those things and go find it. But then I got the Master Sword, and I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to use my favorite weapons yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just use the Master Sword, which just needs to heal up again if you yeah. if you do use it, and it, it gets that. It's it's used its power level. Mm -hmm. yeah. But um, once I found that guy with the maracas... Which Wait, I had for you, the. Is that your favorite weapon, maracas? No, <laughs> if I could have fought with maracas, I would have. Like you can't. You, I, I killed a boblin or boblin camp or something that had maracas in it, and then I spent forty hours doing everything else, and then then stumbled upon upon the guy that I was supposed to run into in the first two hours of the game. Okay. Um, but then I had lots of weapon slots, so it didn't matter to me anymore, and I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. care. I'll have ten weapons of the, my favorite kind and the master sword, and then yeah. all these other weird ones. Yeah. So, um, but uh, as far as the game. The walkthrough looked, it looked fantastic. Great. And yeah. then... And then they dropped that new trailer. They dropped the, the final new trailer. trailer. The final trailer, they dropped it. And the only thing I want to bring up from that trailer. Yeah. So, like, it had a ton of amazing stuff in it. Um, Thirst Trap Ganon is a real thing. Yep. Uh, people Ooh. are going wild about... Yeah. People are going wild about it on the internet. Thirst Trap Ganon? Yep. Oh, you yeah. You heard me right. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, uh, uh, voiced by Matthew Mercer. Matt yes. Mercer yep. himself. Yep, yep, yep Dungeon yep. Daddy himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. I, I thought they would have picked some someone like Pedro Pascal or something. <laughs> well, I, one day well, if, if they're if they're going thirst ganon it would be pedro pascal well he's gonna be for the animated zelda movie um, he's it. gonna be ganon that's right, what it right, is right. so it, it all looks amazing i am very excited there is a an amazing looking thing you can fuse and make to make and it looks like a uh a yokai it looks like the stone wall yokai it's like a giant yokai golem and you are riding on top of this huge towering thing. It's like riding Godzilla. Wait, so you can create life? It looks like you can create things that have moving parts. I don't hmm. think it's life. I Semantics. think there are. <laughs> I, no, I think there's a lot of mechanical things that you're uh -huh. going to co collect throughout the game. Whoa. And I think those mechanical things, because they, they showed off one thing that was super cool. Like you can add monster parts to your arrows and that would change your arrows to do okay. other things. Yeah, so I like that. So it looks like it's the same thing with all the building stuff. Oh, if that's you, cool. If you find like guardian gears and like I, I, I'm assuming I, I don't really know. So you're know. trying to say we can make Frankenstein. Yes, it looks that way, but he'll be Ooh. mechanical most likely. A construct, wanna, if you will. I want to make Dark Link. <laughs> Just like out so of like spicy flowers and, that would be so cool. <laughs> and volcanic ash. I'm so looking forward to the cooking. 
I oh, love yeah. the cooking. Oh, and the cooking I'm has, so has got to be, it's probably even more uh, Robust. vamped up and yeah. all that. That's exciting. I hope so. Gosh, mm-hmm. I hope so. So, all yeah, right. Zelda's looking good. May 12th. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. It's looking good, looking good. Uh, but what is not looking good, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> is E3, everyone. <laughs> uh, E3. Uh, was was looking uh, was looking a little uh, little unhealthy earlier this year, and then just they finally just decided to uh, to put it down. I mean, look, okay, E three, <laughs> the Electronic Expo. I never learned what the last E was for. <laughs> has had a good run. It's been like thirty years. Electronic Entertainment. Entertainment Expo. There it is. The yeah. entertainment. Um, yeah. it, it's had a, a good run of being like the the hub or the 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 Super Bowl of video games every year yes. since like the early 90s and it will always be i guess precious but even it it was constructed as a way to bring news about big big high profile news about video games to the mass audience, audiences who couldn't get that so it was a journalistic event a Absolutely. lot of these and a convention for people that are in the business to come and learn about these new games and that has just been devolving since the internet's been the internet yeah, <laughs> yeah of like the need or the purpose of mm-hmm. e3 and i think it's been doing well for the past few years is just being less of the less of like a convention and more of just a time for everyone to focus on video games wherever you are it doesn't have to be at e3 or whatever Correct. just here in june we're just going to all talk about video games for a few days and that's been great so i do wonder w- w- in what aspect that they are i guess going away or in what aspect are they just transitioning to what it's already kind of been for the past five it's, years. Yeah, it, I don't know because they were supposed to bring it back. Like, yeah, it didn't sound like they were canceling it all together. It's just mm-hmm. this, oh, they, this, yeah, this year, year definitely, this yes. year yeah. was canceled. Yes, I didn't. I didn't get the. It's it's actually gone forever. Agreed. Yes, from yes, any yes. of the articles I had read. Uh-huh. Um, and the the thing is, like, and I, I feel kind of bad that Readpop bought that. Yeah. Not that long ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they bought it, it just, I think, six months I ago. I want to say it was the beginning oh. of the year. Or be, uh, or beginning the of, of last year, year or the end of last end year. Of last year yeah. It wasn't that long ago they bought it, and the idea was that they were going to try and bring it back to its former glory, and the unfortunateness of, like, big publishers not wanting to come back. And, Ninten- like, Nintendo was do? a really big one where mm-hmm. Nintendo doesn't actually do release information at E3 itself. They mm-hmm. do their own treehouse. They do their directs at the same time E3 is going on. But right. they normally do a huge booth with like hands-on experiences for people. An actual treehouse. An they actual treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> so like Nintendo, when they pulled out, it was like, ah, oh, what? A-. PlayStation wasn't going. Xbox yeah. had pulled out. I yeah, think Microsoft last. Is... I want to say they were the they were the one of the final nails Correct. in the coffin. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like as soon as you don't have any of the big three, then you only have publishers that publish big games that could make large yeah. scale like experiences for guests to see and for publishers and other publishers to see. I'm kind of sad for the indie games that don't get the same time. Like the the indie games that would be released, the information would be released at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's they're not going to get the eyes that they used to get it's because interesting that's like now they have to go to a, to packs or they yeah. have to make sure they're at summer games. Fest well, they can or, do that, but the thing is, like indie games have been, I think, better represented during this time now because now you have like the PC Gamer Show, you have the Future Game Show, you have all these other things that actually specifically showcase indie games. However, they are still missing something because. Um, I know, like, they do, like, the whole big Steam, like, demo fest every single year as well. Um, But it is a little bit harder to kind of differentiate yourself on a digital platform or a digital scale versus actually being there in person and walking by, like, a booth or a person or a developer 
trying to show you their game and you physically mm-hmm. playing it that with the developer or with somebody else and walking through, I do think there is going to be a little bit of something missing or, or, the, the, or taken away yeah, from that. The struggle for the indie game struggle is is real and it's, they are they are mm-hmm. yeah you know they are hustlers out there. Absolutely, the, those indie game developers making their games big. Um, I remember even w- with E3, because m- my fear with the E3 before is that it, with when it came to indie games is they we would make places for the indie games, the indie game showcase yes. or Devolver Digital. They would have like, hey, we're doing indie games. And my fear was always like, because when the big three were there, Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, that I wasn't always talking about the little ones because I was just like, oh, freaking oh, new Mass Effect is coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where I hope maybe because those big threes, those big names are not, concentrated at one time that we can make this more of an indie game or new new cool games that are just coming out events i actually i think i think that's been kind of the draw the last few years because Agreed. the playstation's been doing its own state of plays nintendo's been doing its all directs when i think of e3s of the past three years it's like oh i heard about tichia that game that that, mm-hmm. that game is coming yeah. out or i heard about uh, uh, haven toem stray like mm-hmm. those when i think of the e3 those are the games that are coming to my forefront which means like that mid-tier indie game <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, those mid-tier uh, indie game companies are kind of the, the, what's hitting the most mm-hmm. yeah. are getting the limelight which yeah keep doing that <laughs> yeah agreed and and then nowadays like when they want to sp- focus on a specific game before they'd be like all right here's four minutes of gameplay um and that's all you kind of get because we need to go we you know we need to do other mm-hmm. things you know we have an entire hour to fill uh whereas nowadays they just go, well, now we're going to de- dedicate an entire 20 minutes or a half an hour to this, and we're going to stream Take it online. It. And, you know, here you guys go. And that's what they did, I think, just last week or the week before Final Fantasy 16. They did 20 minutes yeah, of, yeah. of gameplay footage. Right. And, and here and it is. An entire thing was dedicated to that. And, and, and that's, they were what, able that's to, just where it's going. And they were able to show their footage when the developers felt ready to show their footage. Exactly. And, and like, as far as I, I will always be, uh, I will always like nostalgically love E3 like memories of E3 are like core to why I got into video games beyond just playing them Mm -hmm. and uh because of the the media burst of it um but understanding like for some of these video game companies and developers it's like they have to stop making their game to make an E3 version of their game Mm -hmm. for just E3 to present so they can get media and get you know uh uh, funding and all that stuff and they pretty much have to work extra hard for Mm -hmm. just this thing that they'll never get used never get used again yeah and Uh, whether they're ready or not for yeah and there's like a hard deadline exactly and then either they don't make it or they're super stressed out or whatever i like the world now where it's like we'll show you when we're ready Mm -hmm. uh so i'll take it i guess i think the thing that i'm the most sad about is you know the community community building that e3 did for like the video game community yeah it it was a whole bunch of people coming together to celebrate video games to kind of like take a look at what's coming up next to you know nerd out about future technology or like what what these companies were doing to advance gaming and now it feels like it feels like it's all of these companies for themselves as opposed to coming together like once a a year to to kind of like just celebrate you know the art Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's why Jeff Keighley's here. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know when his birthday is, and that just makes me uncomfortable. I don't know how old he is. <laughs> but you're right. It, it was definitely a camaraderie coming together thing. And with it 
pretty much now just being digital only with all these smaller events going on, mm-hmm. you do lose that. You lose being in, uh, for better or for worse, in the same vicinity it, as all these other gamers. It was also a little bit of both. It was definitely like a community coming together, but there was also a, a big like competitive aspect to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, True. You would watch yes, the Xbox absolutely. and be like, oh, well, they just, or they just dunked on PlayStation. Or uh-huh. like PlayStation would put things into their, their direct that directly, like, like like stabbing Xbox and we're like oh so it's like <laughs> Xbox never dunked on PlayStation let's be real yeah yeah that was good. yeah you're right <laughs> I do feel like the the competition the only people that win when companies compete with each other are the consumer yeah yeah so yeah. I do yeah. feel like that sure that healthy competition is not a bad thing per no. se mm-hmm. but I I for me I'm it's kind of just it, it leaves like a a hole like yeah. I really liked. E3. I liked the time of year that it came out. And and yeah, Jeff Kelly does have the Summer Games Fest. He made sure to make, you know, jump on that every time mm-hmm. E3 was going down yeah, a little bit been, more. He's been eating their lunch. He really <laughs> is. Years now. But, but part of it's part of me thinks maybe he was very influential in E3 as well. So he, him having his own thing that he's doing now, maybe that's a lot of the same kind of camaraderie, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little sad about it. I, I was kind of happy to hear it was coming back. I've always wanted to go to E3. I think I just like the the people being around other people part of it. I think mm-hmm. that that developers probably meet other developers there and they form friendships and probably form ways to help each other and work with each other. And maybe well, you meet gotta, the you know the right person in PlayStation yeah. or what Nintendo or whatever, and your game you know you go out to drinks with those people, and all of a sudden your game is far more higher mm-hmm. up on the list of because you're a person and you met with another human being. Yeah, and then you're also getting uh, play testers, right? specifically just come into your game and you're actually seeing how they're doing it or you're seeing how people actually play your game versus how you expect people to play your game um and yeah definitely something's going to be missed by there being no e3 or at least that type of huge events. I know there's still like the Tokyo Games Fest. There's still, there's still all these other games but i am going to miss you know a core like core e3 um and yeah i do think it's gonna be missed i think selfishly also like i i just miss conventions as a whole because i haven't been to one in a really long time so i'm like ah e3's gone no (laughs) yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong yeah um well i think that will do for the news uh and now let's talk about what we wanted to talk about this entire time i don't know why we're even delaying it until this long uh, because we're going to be talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie, everyone. Uh, this is the the movie that uh, was was much hyped, and then they announced a voice cast, and then wasn't as yep. hyped. Um, we got an early screener. It, it, it's not coming out until it's true, April, it's true. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. we I mean, we got an early screener. I mean, we're big enough, obviously. Look right, at us. Yeah. I mean, of course, of course, Nintendo's is going to run it by us and be like, "Hey, what do you guys think about this?" Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this this movie stars Charlie Day, Charlie Chris Day, Pratt, Pratt, Jack Black, Seth <laughs> yeah, Rogen was in it. Seth Rogen was in it. That's right. Um, which and also- Anya Taylor Joy as Peach. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, there's all the voices that were in it, and again, we all had some some. I don't even want to say hesitations, but just one of those like, eh, we'll yeah. see, we'll see what this sounds. Yeah, I'll like. tell you who didn't have hesitations. Heck no. The box office. <laughs> this thing broke so many uh records as far as video game movies like correct no surprise like opening weekend it like outsold uh both sonic movies (laughs) by like a hundred thousand like it's just uh, 
hilarious and also true to form. Yes, true to form. Yeah. And then N- and then Nintendo versus Sega numbers is what we're talking. Yeah, about. yeah that's exactly that's, yeah. You know, the ratio is, is there. Yes, <laughs> and then it says second week. It's already like you said. It's already surpassed every single other video game movie. Yeah, in just its second every week. One. Every single one of them. The the number one before them was was Warcraft. And oh that was, right, and that was because of China. China, I think, had like four hundred of the four hundred and fifty-six million dollars. And that's for Warcraft's entire run. Yes, yep. oh, that's for all of these runs. And, and I think Detective Pikachu was number two. Yeah, and oh, you know, Super Mario surpassed that in a couple weeks. Right now, as far as uh, the true date of this podcast, which is <laughs> some, somewhere in April, um, it is at uh, eight hundred and thirty plus million. Oof. It is. Uh, it is perspective. It looks like it's going to hit a billion uh, by the end of the year. Like not even oh, probably yeah. next week. Yeah, <laughs> I would and not the, be yeah. surprised. And these are global numbers as well. These are. I think it's doing more globally than it is domestically. Eight hundred thirty um, million, which is so much. Which is not surprising because Mario is a global franchise. That's um, almost enough to buy a, a Bethesda or Xbox or whatever. The, <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft's next purchase. <laughs> I think I think the smartest thing that Nintendo could have done is to make this an animated movie rather oh, than going like live action or something like that. I think I think it's the smartest thing they could have done cuz it's I don't know. I think um I haven't felt the need to go to the movies for a really long time. Uh-huh. Just like uh like I've been like even Marvel movies I'm like eh I'll catch it when it hits Disney Plus. Like I don't yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. to sure. go out and deal with the whole like movie thing. This one um, you know, we we very early on in in April we we met and we were like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this movie, so we should all like see it at some point. Yeah. Um. So I was like, yeah, I'll go watch it. But man, movie theaters were popping. It it felt yes, like pre pre twenty twenty movie theaters. It you're, did. Yeah. It, it. You're right. It does. It does out there. People coming out for their Mario. People love love their. their you guys want to hear something kind of crazy? What's right? This movie hasn't even released in Japan yet. What? Whoa. It doesn't release in Japan until Get April 28th. Out of here. Yeah, I, I literally looked it up. I'm like, wait, it's those are global numbers, but I'm very sure it hasn't opened in a lot of other places. Right. It really hasn't. Japan yeah. directly has not had this movie released yet. That is so funny. Right? How wild. I mean, it, yeah. it, this movie was bumped up for uh, for the U.S. release. I do it remember was. it was a different day, but I think it was only bumped by like a week. It was like a, a couple of days, two you know, like, most, yeah. like it wasn't from the 28th to I mean, at least I, at least I don't I don't recall that. But yeah, it hasn't even released Yo, in Japan yet. People be enjoying it. And I, I will say like uh, at, at a at a overall glance of it, um, like, yeah, they made they made a fine, good movie. They made a good, like enjoyable movie. Like I can see why this is. Uh, yeah. uh, making the numbers that it is exactly. Uh, it's hitting all the nostalgia things, but it's also bringing in new audiences. Mm-hmm. It's also you know it's quirky, it's funny, it's doing its it's doing its job, and it, it seems like yeah. that's reflecting in the in the sales. It's yeah. also a family uh, friendly movie, so it's it's driving exactly a lot of families out there, and not just family friendly. It's it's also you know people our age have kids that were wait this, no they do yeah I know. Not us, but oh. other people, <laughs> they have kids that were the same age they were when they started playing Mario. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. this is them taking their kids to have yeah. a Mario experience yeah. and then both having an equally fun time doing it. So so what did you all think about this movie? Let's, let's break it up a well, little I think, bit. They, I, I think before we start, if, if you yeah. are reaching this part of the podcast and you haven't watched the movie and you care about spoilers, which I feel like for the Mario movie, <laughs> you're going to be okay. 
but yeah. just making sure to put put like a stopgap here. You know what? And I fast it. forward we, to the end of the yeah. uh, of the episode yeah. if you need to. Yeah, yeah, there is one thing I think that happens in this movie that I was not prepared for, and it is not as I. And when we get to it, we'll yeah, get yeah, there. Yeah. But there was a I could not. I could not believe what I was watching uh-huh. when it happened. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's your that's your warning. So yeah. so let's yeah. let's get into it. <laughs> what did you what did you guys think? So so what was we had a couple of points that we wanted to. Yeah. Hit, what did right? you guys think about the story? Like yeah, uh, like story in general, overall. we know it's a kids movie, so like maybe we're all judging it a little differently. I'm not sure, but like, what you guys think? I I think they kicked the the movie and the story off right, given the expectations that that we've all been kind of uh, uh, murmuring about. For the the last year, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to uh, Chris Pratt's voice, Charlie Day's voice, and it's like, hey, Mario in the games, you know, he says like five different things, and it's always it's me, Mario, like it's mm-hmm. it's that, like that's the Mario that we know, um, and so I think kicking off the movie with the idea that these are two. Uh, New York Italian plumbers doing a commercial where they put on this faux Italian accent was a nice way to be like, we understand (laughs) we're going to tie your expectations in this, but also like we understand like that's, no one can talk like that for a full movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And really, this is this was two minutes of it. Did you really want another two hour or hour and a half of this? Right. Like, if so I wanted that, I'd go talk to my family now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so right off the bat, for me, that made me feel good about, like it reset my expectations to be like, hey, you understand what we're coming from and you kind of found a way out, but also a way to still honor that video and, game thing. And then immediately after that, you had Charles Martinet's do some yeah. some Mario stuff, yeah. Immediately following that, saying, "Hey, you did a good job." And, and Charles yeah. Martinet is the voice of Mario yes, in the video yes. games, and and the fact that they had him do that, and then on top of that, he also had just a really good, just a normal voice as Mario's dad. Mm. Which oh, yeah, I didn't know cute. that he was also oh, Mario's, he was Mario's dad. dad. He did Mario's I thought dad's Charles voice. Martinet was the repair person for the arcade. He was. He was. Oh. I see. The repair yeah. person was He's like a voice actor that can do more than one I voice. Know, How right? dare he? Right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Nobody should right? have that much He's talent. He's a voice. He's a voice magician is what I'm hearing. <laughs> but the fact that yeah, he got to do both of his his That's... normal voice and then as well as a I, a Mario voice. I did not right. know that he also played Mario's father, which is actually kind of beautiful. Isn't it, it is. Um so right off the bat, like I felt good i felt like mm-hmm. i felt like i was going to be in good hands they understand how precious this material can be for some of us mm-hmm. and i felt like all right you're gonna this is gonna be all right i agree i agree and then i think the character is that needed a voice or needed a a character if you will uh had it jack black again started out the movie he was opening opening shots he's the opening everything yeah 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 and and the fact that he still knocked it out of the park of the entire movie, I feel like, including mm. having a musical number twice that I didn't know I needed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I like the story bit bit that they did with with Bowser and like Peach and that like, you know, like love story thing. Yeah, I, that I feel like was it, it. it it explained a, a lot that didn't really need to be explained. You could have just given me like, hey, he's <laughs> just taking Peach into a different castle because he's Bowser. But and, adding and that, that little dude, bit was like, hey, that's that's actually that makes sense. Uh-huh. That's literally the thing I couldn't believe I was watching. Like I, when everything else in that movie was very like, oh, yeah, that's cool. This is where we're going. All right. When they did the thing where they have him 
like she, and I'm gonna have her marry me and then like you know like we're, and we're gonna get married in a fairy tale wedding like I like my the smile on my face for how they acknowledged that that's what Bowser has wanted this whole time mm-hmm. was amazing and then him singing the song him pretending like setting up like how he was gonna talk to her it's like this I can't believe what I'm watching I can't believe they went so hard on this Bowser wanting to be, get married thing like this is great yeah this is hysterical <laughs> The uh, yeah, the, the kind of like uh, uh, I, I guess the, the the premise of this is pretty much like fish out of water. Yes. Like New York, New York plumbers, Italian are sent into this magical world where everything is is Mushroom Kingdom and just weird, just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And what was nice about about I, I felt the story is they kind of roll roll switched Princess Peach and Luigi. Whereas yes. Mario and Luigi, they're, they establish that they're really good brothers. They're trying to make a name for themselves and they're trying to prove themselves to their family and their, com- and their colleagues. And then uh, when they get sent into this other dimension, uh, for whatever reasons, um, <laughs> yeah, reasons, Luigi gets captured and he is, he's, he's the, 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 he's the, the damsel. damsel in distress in the yeah. classical yeah. sense, yeah. Uh, in the misogynistic sense yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Mario has to save and then has Peach, who's the ruler of a kingdom to actually help him and save her kingdom and save his brother. And that, and then incorporating then Bowser's take on it, that his whole reason for trying to uh, uh, take over this world is because he is just genuinely in love with, uh, in a toxic way with Princess yeah, Peach. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. you know, he's clearly never had a conversation yes. with her, so it's like parasocial or something. You're going to marry like, me or I'm going to ruin your kingdom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, it, it was a very bold choice to make them be in present day like Brooklyn. Like be, oh, yes. live yeah, yeah, yeah. in the real world and then have this, you know, like pipe down deep in the sewers that takes you into this like magical land. Um, but then again, you know, like it's it's a video game movie, so like not a lot of it has to be explained. It's just like, hey, like, right? There's oh yeah, this thing. like, a- well, that's and the it that was the gag of the the uh, uh, live action Super Mario Brothers show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. that was the gag of why they were where they were. They 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 were in the pipes. They were they found a random yeah. weird pipe, and mm. you know, so it, the fact that that played out again, it was they, like, ah, this is so cute. Yeah, Who cares? You're right. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter. It, does. it doesn't yeah, really absolutely. matter. Uh, and then speaking of story, though, like you were saying. The one piece of cyclical story I did not think I needed, but I absolutely wanted once it was on screen, was the dog at the very beginning. Francis. Francis being so angry <laughs> at Luigi and just causing literally all of their mayhem. Wait, what did Luigi do? Like, like accidentally uh, he stepped kicked on his bowl? Ball. No, he, he stepped, stepped on his, his bone, bone and broke stepped it. on his bone and yeah. broke it. And so that dog. That mm. dog wrecked their lives to begin <laughs> Listen, with. I, I haven't laughed that hard like in that, right? that bathroom scene with the dog. I, right? I had genuinely laughter and I was because I was just like, hey, this is pretty funny. This is pretty good, like slapstick comedy. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. And then the fact that at the very end, they bring the dog back <laughs> to give Luigi an affirmative, like, uh, yes, a hero's like, journey. A hero's yeah. journey nod, like, I respect you now, was not something I thought I needed. But holy crap, as soon as it was there, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so be, before we move on from story, I, I here here's where I'm going to be a little critical of the movie. Yeah, yeah uh, do it, do it. So so overall, I'll give you guys this. I I thought the movie gave me exactly what I was expecting out of a Mario movie. It was entertaining. I was entertained for the I think hour forty minutes or hour however long the movie was. Yeah, it was an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. I was entertained throughout the entirety. It was visually magnificent movie. Yeah, knocked it out of the park. Yeah, visually. visually, it looked beautiful. But 
you can tell that it was almost kind of like a children's movie because of how easily the conflict was resolved. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it almost felt like every single time that they ran into some kind of conflict, it was it was resolved very quickly, and it was almost kind of like a point to drive them to do something else that's video game related. So, like, this is happening, this conflict is happening because we need to get them into carts. This conflict is happening because we need them to meet donkey kong things like that mm-hmm. um just one example of this and i and i i like banked it in my memory because i was just like <laughs> that's that's pretty hilarious but also terrible uh when when uh peach and mario are starting to walk towards like the saving luigi and then Toad appears, and he's like, "I'm coming with you guys." And then Peach turns around, and she's like, "No, you're not. This is not something that for like Toads or something like that." And then Toad is like, "Toad says something to the equivalent of like my middle name is Danger or something dumb like that." Mm-hmm. And Peach is like, <laughs> "That settles it. You're coming with us." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> he was Captain Toad. He goes wherever he wants. <laughs> well, also like like most of the way through the movie, when like Bowser starts getting all these all this information, I turned to Joe and I was like, "Joe." I think Toad is a spy. I think they're gonna. <laughs> they're gonna I think they're gonna show that Toad is a spy because you know that's why he came along and everything. And then when the movie ended, I was like, "Why did I even think that? This is a kids' movie. They don't. Need, it doesn't need to be reasons okay, wait, why Bowser wait. knows all this. Yeah. He just the knows." That, the fact that this was a kids' movie and the things that Luma was saying. Oh yeah. Like oh, there was some darkness some... there, and I, and don't get me wrong, I am not complaining. That was hysterical. But yep. like there had to be some parents looking around like crap. I'm gonna have to get my kid to not say these things out loud. Dread. I'm gonna have to right? talk to like, my child that. about mortality. It, it, right? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to find a note with existential dread. The humor. <laughs> and that's the point is that it's not always. It doesn't always hit. No, that's what makes it funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would. I would definitely uh, agree with you, Hassel. Like, yeah, this was definitely a let's get to the next fun action sequence or Mario scene and just kind of. It's it's the equivalent of the pipe. There's a pipe down there they walk into, and then it's just into the next world. Like there were pipes like that metaphorically all throughout yeah. uh, <laughs> the game, just to get you to the next part. Um, I'll say not not all the humor landed for me. I feel like some of the slapstick stuff did, um, but it seemed like there were a lot of setups to jokes. But I was missing oh. some like buttons here and there. There's one scene where they are uh, uh, Mario's trying to get into get past some guards and Toad's like don't worry I got this and they have this really cool like anime style sequence of him like busting out shrimp and and, and uh, I was gonna say mushroom but that would have been weird no it would have been weird <laughs> yeah. like all these peppers and food and it's like I'm gonna grill them this thing and um, they went for the joke of there being, there being like an awkward pause where then Mario has to like scoot by and I guess for me I'm like okay I think like it's awkward is kind of a, was like a, it's like an older joke Whereas, yeah. like, now we kind of need some type of reference or some type of, like, like I can't believe that worked. Or some type of, like, button to kind of do that. And I was finding those kind of dead air moments for me yeah. here and there throughout. Um, and that just may be the Minion style. I haven't seen all the Minions movies. I really like Despicable Me. I haven't seen the rest of them. Uh-huh. But it did remind me of that of, of some of that type of humor. Uh, yeah, and I... Going into this, I was like, all right, I feel like because this is an Illuminations movie, the Toads are going to be minions or, you know, that type of like thing to it. But I feel like I think they're saving that for the next movie with like Lumas or Yoshis or Yoshis (laughs) or one of those types of things. My theory from last year carries on. I think minions are rabbits. 
So we're getting we're getting you think there. we're getting rabbits. I maybe we're getting I don't know. In Listen, the Nintendo universe. Hang on a second. <laughs> here's here's what I think. I think there should have been a Samuel L. Jackson style character at the very end for a post credits <laughs> where he yes. approaches Mario and is like, "I'm here to talk to you about the Smash Brothers initiative," and then boom, you have the key into like Sonic. You can bring Snake into it. You can bring all of these different characters into it, and then just Pikachu? make a Smash Bros. movie. Yeah, Smash Bros. movie. That's going to be the next Avengers Endgame. <laughs> oh my God. All these movies that Mario Brothers has surpassed in box office can be in the Mario Brothers <laughs> universe. I mean, it's kind of what they did with the Nintendo itself. Like yeah. Nintendo owns Sonic now. <laughs> just imagine, um, imagine this picture of Meta Knight just putting his helmet on and like a post credit scene in the future and just going fine. <laughs> I'll do it myself. <laughs> the cape flashes, he disappears. So just, there's just two hands putting on gloves. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's actually just, just the fingers that you're yeah, seeing the gloves slide yeah. on. Yeah. There's nothing, yeah. So there was a lot, a lot of talk leading up to this movie about Chris Pratt's uh, performance and Correct. involvement in it. Uh, now that it's out and we've seen the movie, how did you all think feel about Chris Pratt's performance now that you've seen it and also any other performances that stood out for you for any reasons? Sure. Um, it was serviceable. Yeah. I don't think it was. I don't think it did any any favors. I don't think it did any detriments. It was all right. It he, was, he made some choices in the Brooklyn accent at a, a couple of points sure. where I was just yes. like, mm. I, I didn't find his voice, at least, like, with the, with the same differences you're talking about. Like, I felt like Charlie Day did the same thing. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't necessarily mm-hmm. be like, oh, oh Chris Pratt. I was like, no, you guys both are just doing that thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. which is like a faux New York Italian accent. Correct. I didn't find it offensive in any way. It was just there. They oh, were, yeah, and, and again, I, I do think that that's what it is. It was fine. It was serviceable. I don't, I don't know what it was supposed to sound like, aside from you know the five phrases we've ever heard Mario say and the yeah. the <laughs> multitudes of Mario's that we've heard Luigi say. Sure, yeah. I guess but it like, was for me. It was more looking at the characterization of Mario, since Mario is not someone who has like a very distinct personality. So him being this kind of anxious, vulnerable. Underdog, like down yeah. on his luck kind of like, guy. Yeah. That was something where it's like, all right, let. I think I felt I felt the performance of the animators and Chris Pratt to be like, okay, I get what yeah. they're doing with this character. Sure. I wasn't confused ever as to what Mario's place was in this in this mm-hmm. story. So, yeah, yeah, so I think, it worked. I think both Chris Pratt and Charlie Day benefited from you know playing these characters that they got to kind of like play for the first time. I mean, aside from John Leguizamo and, oh, God, I forget the guy's yeah, name. Bob Hoskins. Yeah, Bob aside Hoskins. from Hoskins and Leguizamo, we we haven't had, like, a solid rendition of or representation of the Mario Brothers that are, like, you know, like, more than five sentences. <laughs> we, we had the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh, yeah, that's I true. I think it was Captain yeah. Lou. Yeah, yeah. We that's did. where the Brooklyn thing comes from. It, it actually is. But I think also it, it also benefits because, like you said, the, in the, the, the games themselves aren't really voiced. Yeah. They are no. sound effects. Right. But that, they are not that, voices, which absolutely helps. Uh, I think uh, Anya Taylor-Joy also did uh, a, a better than serviceable. Uh, she was amazing. I think she did a really good job Hell with yeah. the voice. Uh, but... I do believe the standout is is obviously Bowser. Yeah, Jack um, Black oh, Jack takes Black it. Jack Black. Oh my god, he was so good. It, yeah, the, the thing that was cool about this game is giving the the multi dimensions to characters who are not multi dimensional. Exactly. Uh, getting to see Peach like train Mario. Like Mario is not Mario. Yeah. Like Peach has to show him and train him, and like she is this like powerful like queen mm-hmm. <laughs> or princess uh was cool 
uh, to see that other flavor of her. And the same thing with Bowser to be like, hey, he's this big monster and that's one note. He breathes fire. But instead it's like he has this really soft and sensitive side and he's very talented and he's working on these things. So that was the coolest part for the character-wise for me is getting to see different sides of this char- of the characters, except Luigi. Luigi is exactly in this movie <laughs> as he is in like his mansion games. That's yes. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Afraid of his own shadow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he'll, but he'll he'll do the thing. If you need the thing to be done at the yeah. end, he'll do the thing. He'll yeah. do the thing in the end. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knew when you're invincible, you can do anything, Joe. Hey, he oh, didn't really do that. At that sure. Yeah, I know he did. Uh, but yeah, I thought Jack Black was was, was great. It was nice to, to. It was also nostalgic. It was a lot of nostalgia in this movie, but it was nostalgia to see. Uh, Jack Black start off and it's just a good performance but then like he kind of turns that Jack Black up in the middle and I was like you know what I kind of need a little bit of Jack Black right yeah. now like hit me with those falsettos yeah. <laughs> those oh. goofy falsettos shout, shout out to the Kongs we we got so many Kongs in this movie yeah uh, unexpected yeah like Dixie Kong Diddy Kong uh, Fred Armisen played Cranky Kong yeah correct we had Cranky Kong. We had Funky Kong, who didn't look the way I wanted Funky Kong to look because I just wanted it to be like Surfer Boy Funky Kong. But hey, mm-hmm. it, it, he was cool. Yeah. I don't think it was supposed to be Funky Kong. Oh, yeah the 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 Sports Blazer Kong. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, that yeah, wasn't, wasn't that wasn't Funky Kong. That was oh. um, uh, it was it, from what I from what I when I saw it, I was like, oh, is that what they're doing? And then I remembered, no, there's a sports bla- a white blazer wearing Kong. I just couldn't remember the name. Yeah, of you it. do actually see huh. Funky Kong's Funky Kong. Kong. And yeah, Swanky Kong. Yeah, you know what? Swanky Kong is what we're going. Swanky Kong. Swanky Kong is it? Uh, I feel like you do actually do see uh, you, Funky in Kong the, in the background yeah. as himself in the, in, uh, during oh, the Rainbow uh, in the yeah, Rainbow Road. Yeah, Funky's oh, there yeah. with the the bandana and the glasses. I awesome. will say though, of of all the performances in it, I I was most actually when I saw the trailers, the one of the few that I heard was Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, and I didn't like it then. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even like a, it was one of those. Eh, I'm sure it'll be fine in the movie. It's just yeah, yeah. just one phrase. Mm-hmm. What can you really do with one phrase? No, I actually didn't like it the entire movie. And I don't know <laughs> if it was because like the the version of Donkey Kong he was playing, like the story they had they had given to oh, Donkey Kong yeah. was so not like just not something I was like jiving with. And his voice did not do it for me. I was like, man, I, this is not what I thought Donkey Kong would sound like. I guess I was just I don't know. I was just being a grouch about it. I don't we know. also mm-hmm. got a Rogan laugh, which is weird coming from Donkey they Kong. Did. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, did get a Rogan laugh. <laughs> They're got to put that in the next Chippendales movie, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I think I think his voice was a little less than serviceable uh, in my eyes, and uh, and I do believe when they approached him for the voice, he's like, "Listen, I'm if you're approaching me, I'm not doing a voice. I'm I'm right. doing myself. I'm doing me. I'm just. This is so. If you still want that, I'll do it. But like, <laughs> this is what you're getting. Is, is this? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's fine. He's like, all right. Yeah, and that's voices. what it was. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. And that's Whatever. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if characterization wise, if I, I guess, I guess for me because I played so much Donkey Kong growing up, almost as much as Mario, uh-huh. that I, for me with Donkey Kong, it was like, oh, I, I kind of. I see you as like the leading person in your movie and to have him be kind of like a bumbling sidekick right. uh, antagonist sort of is like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was, it was kind of a forced way just to get to the next plot line or whatever. Yeah. But uh-huh. I was like, I was like, Donkey, you deserve more. This whole, this whole right? kingdom deser- deserves more than, <laughs> than, than what's going on. Yeah. 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 Uh, what was your guys' uh, overall impressions of this movie then? Um, have you guys, uh, did you walk out of it smiling? Did you walk out of it being like, eh, it was, it was okay. 
what did you, what did you guys think of this movie overall? Uh, I I tend to be over overtly anal- analytical of things, especially <laughs> in fine. the mindset that I am right now. So I came out of the movie, and I think Genevieve and I spoke about the movie our entire ride home, which was like twenty minutes because we just talked about a whole bunch of different things. Like one of the things that I was I extremely upset about is that. You know, they set up the whole like, oh, where did Peach come from thing, but they never delivered on it. So, no, see, it's, you gotta have, a, we have a four movie yeah. arc. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to have like that Peach arc because, like, I wanna know more because that is a very interesting thing that she just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I, you know, six, maybe six and a half out of 10 for me. Like it was entertaining. Yeah. I I I uh-huh. love the entertaining bits of it. Like I, like I said, it was nostalgia driven. Uh, watching Rainbow yeah. Road Road on the screen was you know absolutely amazing. Watching like a, a blue shell get thrown in the movie, I was not expecting to see a blue shell. I was just like, that's that's lore that some of the parents are just like, what now? What's that thing? Why why are they throwing that <laughs> shell? You know things that are are gonna go above their heads. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think overall it's you know it, it it I got what I kind of expected out of the Mario movie. I think I think Fair. it's I think it was very entertaining, and I uh, you know they're probably going to make more of these. So oh, absolutely, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna see them. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, I was I, I was pretty impressed. I was pleasantly impressed, and I uh, I think my expectations were were definitely uh, pretty. Uh, 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 middle door. I didn't have high expectations necessarily. Mm-hmm. I was going in pretty pretty neutral, um, but I was pretty impressed, and I was impressed by how they were able to incorporate um, like aspects of the game into the the, the movie in, in ways that, albeit may feel forced, were still they still seem to work. Like the I, the the training montage with uh, uh, Peach and Mario, where which was literally the video game where he falls and then like has another life and then has to jump through these corridors, and it was a fun way to take the actual video game part of these video games and then turn it into a training sequence, which was a serviceable to the movie, but also made for some cool action, and I could like see things that I've done as a video gamer mm-hmm. being depicted with these different cool angles or seeing, you know, the, the fireball uh, pillar that, that moves around in like a much more dynamic way. And I was like, this is really neat. This is really slick. Like, I like this. And I found moments like that where they were incorporating, whether it was music or visuals or, or, mm-hmm. or, or just aspects from the video games and then translated it into the film that I thought was super smart and uh, technically wonderful like the introduction to the mushroom city where they're zipping around everywhere mm-hmm. that was dope like yeah. that was just there was so many little details and it felt alive and it felt also like absurd <laughs> as it should yeah and i was like none that doesn't exist in any video game but that was a smart way of bringing the idea of the mushroom kingdom to to a movie uh to kind of flesh that 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 uh, perspective out so I, overall i was just super impressed that they were able to pull it off because I, yeah, you know, I said my expectations were, were neutral. They were low <laughs> because I wasn't, you know, I'm not a big fan of the 90s movie besides like the, you know, kind of ironically fan of it. Uh-huh. And the TV show was like fun too, but it was also kind of, once again, it was kind of, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't what I had played. And this felt the most like Mario and the video game universe that, that I, I uh, have grown to love as a, as, a, as a video game series. You- uh, the humor didn't always hit for me. 
existential dread luma didn't necessarily hit for me like i get it from like a all right good for you uh but i was just like oh this is this is someone working through some actual problems <laughs> this is a writer who like it was funny like the first time but you uh, ended the movie sorry spoiler you ended the movie with it you're just trying to get something off your chest my friend yeah. um and uh and yeah so i think some of that and uh uh didn't quite uh hit for me oh in comparison to the Dungeons and Dragons movie, which came out like a week before this oh, movie, I, correct. I still have to where, see that. Where, where, as as a fan and watching that, I went in there and I was like, "Oh, I think even I, I like I think this is just a good movie overall by itself." Dungeons yes. and Dragons removed. I think like the Mario movie is a good Mario movie. I think new people are going to come into it and enjoy it. I think they're going to have fun with it. I think it's even if they don't know Mario, that's going to be fun too. But like. If I were to remove the Mario from this, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much. Whereas mm-hmm. if I removed the Dungeons and Dragons from that film, I would have been like, "This is yeah. this is still funny." That's a good point. It still works for me. Yeah, sure. Uh, you just reminded me. It, uh, visually, there's two shots in the movie that they do the whole side scrolling thing, like at the very beginning yes! when they're going through the city, and then again the, uh, towards the very end when they're going through. I think he's going up like a tower or something like that. Yeah, he's going through the Mushroom Kingdom. Visually, and, that looks yeah. so pleasing. Because I was just like, this is the Mario that I've played. It's side-scrolling. This is amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were so many little Easter eggs and little nods, Mm -hmm. tip of the hats, that I was just like, I... I, this is great. I, I had a good time. Okay, good, yeah. good, good, good. Uh, for me, I think I, I went in with very high expectations, actually, and that's because some of the music in Mario is some of the stuff that I I probably play in my own head constantly. Like, Koji Kondo's music is, some, is just next-level amazing. And they, they really had... I hate to say it. They didn't have to do much if they were using that music. So as high as my expectations were, the moment that the, the joke at the beginning with the Mario Kart sounds started i immediately started feeling happy and being happy that i was hearing what i was hearing they had me at wrecking crew they had me right. at like they they had me at jump man like they they had me at a couple of things in the beginning where it was like the wink and the nod to the very old gamers like myself it was so cute and having those things in the background having the guy that they were talking to like be the the foreman from the wrecking crew like that's that's just so cute and funny and and then for me, I keep having to tell myself, I don't care about the story as much because I think it's a kid's movie and I don't tend to really, not that I have anything against kids' movies, mm-hmm. I am clearly not the audience that movie, the humor of those movies is made for. And the fact that I still found a lot of things funny in this movie was was great. This was, I went in with very high expectations, purely based on the music alone. And oddly enough, I think it's dumb that they used all of the the actual music, like the the things that were on the radio from like the old like. Oh the, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I every time they used a song where it's like "Take on Me" or "I Need to Hear," I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Oh. Why are we doing this? The music from these from this set of games has already got everything you could possibly need for any of these moments to be moving and still be video gamey from the video games. I don't know why they used that. That was actually a downside for me, and I don't even think those sequences mm-hmm. were bad. It was just, it didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, but why? Yeah. Why is this here? I mean, this is a cool sequence, but like, why? They should have uh, remixed them to have like... It's some like, video game aspect video game. to it, yeah. right? You know, like, you know, like uh, like a, like an end, like an end dance 
from a uh, from yeah, a cosplay you know, something show. like that, something like uh, that. some mm. sort of something modern with, music yeah. with some like some a video coin game sound touch. Hidden. You know, give me give me a little bit of, of a wink and a nod with some sound effects. But <laughs> I, I I had very high expectations, I think, and I didn't even know how high they were until the movie started, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, if like I don't know if I'm gonna like this, and then the, the Mario Kart sound started, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah. I think it, actually it won't matter. Yeah. It won't matter at all. This is gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, I, I liked it a lot, and this mm-hmm. is I, I don't, I don't really do like numbers. Yeah, like, you don't have to. You can so just like, say but I, I really liked it. This, this has got a, a big old Bowser, you know, wedding hat on, and I was nice. all for it. I mean, like seeing all the, the bosses in the at the wedding. It was like pretty, yeah. they had yeah. me, like they they All had the me up the nostalgia <laughs> the whole time, and the, I'm kind of with you, Trey. They it's, did fan service so well. They, they did. They, like they, like they, that was my bread and butter this entire time. I was like, movie. yes, give it yeah. to any. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like we the, even got the a wedding dress there for peach. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. We, we got a wedding peach. peach. We and got I was like, tuxedo bows. We got all like, of that. We got, we got so much. Like the little piranha plants bouquet. Like I can't. I can't. We even. we got him throwing Bowser by the tail at the very uh, end. Right. I'm not too proud to say it. it. It's that that made the movie for yeah, me. It was all absolutely. the fan service things. I know that's like maybe poo-pooed on, but it's like no. I like, loved I, every little fan service right. thing they put uh-huh. in there. I, I ate it up. I, I, you know, <laughs> it was the, that was those were the best parts of the movie. That's for me. the part that was for us, and I, I, I feel like anybody. Like I'm totally. You know, down for anyone who's mm-hmm. not, you know, didn't like it. I get it. I, I, it's a kids movie. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. everything about it, and I would, I will probably end up leaving it on in the background while I'm at work for like a month when it comes out. Sure. Just to leave it on because I love that music. Yeah. So. Uh, my my impressions of this, are, you know, much like the rest, uh, the rest of you guys, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, again, the the my favorite sequence is I think the the dog specifically, both at the beginning and the end had my most surprising, enjoyable moments from that film. Um, but like my impressions of it were also like when I got done seeing it and I went back to work, uh, I work at a school with you know teachers and everything. And a teacher that I had no idea would even go to see this movie was telling me how she, her and her husband went and saw it over the weekend um, and how she really enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, did you play the games? You know, oh, she's like, oh, yeah, I played the original Mario, but I didn't, you know, I'm not, I haven't kept up with it. And I was like, oh, but you still enjoyed it. She goes, oh, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I had, it was a, it was a, it was a uh, fun time. It looked, it looked great. Um, and, you know, it just moved along. And I was like, oh, well, all right. I, I think out of all the teachers in this entire school, I think you would not have been the one to have seen this movie, but you did <laughs> and you enjoyed it. So I'm, that's awesome. Um, and I, that's what I feel like this movie is and why it is almost done a billion dollars in three weeks is because I think it's kind of universal in its depictions and in its nostalgia and in its uh, simple set pieces. <laughs> uh, the Very game has simple. laid the groundwork. It, yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Like how many movies or new movies already have an audience? Exactly. <laughs> a ravenous audience before it comes out. It, it was going to be a slam dunk. Yeah, as long it, as they didn't like mess it up too bad. Exactly, which they definitely did not. It's uh, also generational. Like, it, it's not like it's yeah. only a small audience oh, from no. just ten years. Like, you've got thirty, almost forty years worth of people who have. You have three generations. Yeah, that three can see generations this. that that grew up with a different, different Mario, like a different visual for Mario, essentially, and a different set of games that was Gosh. like the one from when they were kids. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they interpreted that really well in the movie for everyone yeah. the yeah. money they're gonna they're making right. oh it's, it's incredible <laughs> and they're going to and it's like hey just get the switch now and mm-hmm. they get every mario uh-huh. game on the virtual console so and then buy the new mario game it's and- it's incredible because like and and i i just want to back what joe just said about the whole generational thing 
Um, mm-hmm. George, not George R. R. Martin, George Martin, who was the producer for the Beatles, uh, I think in an interview once said that, you know, every generation kind of finds the Beatles in their own way. And I feel the yeah. same way about Mario. Every generation kind of finds their own way to a Mario game. Mm-hmm. And like they, and, and like, you know, with us, it was, you know, Super Mario 2, maybe Super Mario World 3, or sorry, Super Mario Brothers 3. And then, like, the next generation was Super Mario World and Galaxy and Super Mario 64. like Odyssey. Odyssey. Um, all of these different games that, like, people people are just going... Like Troy said, like, they already had the people. Like, you had them hook, line, and sinker. I'm I'm super curious for the kids that are they get into the movie. Yeah. That maybe... Have maybe, never played a yes. Mario game? Never played Mario or it's just not their thing. But I want to know if they make... If they'll make games that incorporate, like, movie elements. Like, is Bowser going to get a, a musical number in the next <laughs> Mario game? Because I hope so. Well, technically in Odyssey... He had a lot of music. There, there's a musical number in there's Odyssey. A, there, yeah. There's a full one. Well, uh, not with him specifically, with him, but he sure. has a lot of. There's you a musical know. number in uh, Mario vs. Rabbits too. Yes, there I mean, is. Yeah, two, but the first one, probably the second one too. Yes, there's an opera scene in that. That opera, demand the opera rabbit ghost is the best boss yeah, in that yeah. whole game. Sorry, we anyway. just need yeah. to get Bowser on that mic. Yeah, for the next Mario game. But yeah, I think the movie's a lot of fun, and I feel like. I think Troy, you said it best earlier. If you if you're in with the nostalgia and you're in with the universe, the Mario movie is going to be great. Uh, if you want to see just a fun movie and you don't know much about a universe, I do think the Dungeons and Dragons is a better movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, just you know, just blank slate for both of those. I, I think if you were a kid, no. But if Agreed. you yeah, were yeah, an yeah, adult, yeah. yes. Yeah, I, would, I would say that maybe maybe the, the, the comparison is more to other animated films. Like, this is not oh, a no, Pixar I, movie. No, I agree. This yeah, is yeah, not yeah. a movie that's that, like, no, 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 you're going to watch and be like, gosh, like, I feel my soul has mm-hmm. learned something today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not, not that. It's not mm-hmm. that. <laughs> oh, no, I, don't, I didn't mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, to compare the two, even though I, that's exactly what I did. I just mean, well, like. I did it too, but I, I feel I, like, I just yeah. mean, like, if you, if you haven't seen the Dungeons and Dragons movie, I do think think it is a good watch and i do think you should go out and see it and even if you don't see it when it comes on streaming because it is a fun time even if you don't know anything about dungeons and dragons um Mm -hmm, and i mm -hmm, think mm -hmm. mario is a much easier sell if you have already played the games Um, which chances are you have or you you know uh, something about it you know absolutely something about it exactly um, and I, I do recommend both movies highly. I, I think both movies are a fun time uh, for separate reasons, uh, but, but, but great movies. And uh, yeah, I, I, like you said, the sky's the limit with, with, uh, with this Mario movie. Uh, I can't wait to see how high up the airship goes on this. <laughs> mm, nice, Brian. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but I think that will do it for us this week, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, apologies for the uh, for the uh, the long night for the long night exactly <laughs> for that very long week <laughs> that long we've had. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, but yeah, we'll be back uh, sometime later this month. Next month, actually, actually, it'll be next month. It won't be this month, uh, but we'll be back uh, some other time, and uh, we'll we'll be dropping them on Sundays, like we have always have. Yeah, so. keep uh, subscribe to whatever podcast uh, platform you're on, because as soon as it drops, you'll know. Oh absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Uh, but thank you guys so much for joining us. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. And we are 
The, the Taste, Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Did you guys know that Chris Pine's full name is Christmas Pine? And he just shortened it to Chris Pine? That makes a lot of sense. He is delightful. Mm -hmm. He's joyful. <laughs> Utterly delightful. He, he really joyful. is the reason for the season. I'm going to tell that to every single person I see <laughs> for the next week. Stranger or not. Hey, did you know that Chris Pine is really Christmas Pine? Anyway, enjoy your day at Publix. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs>